0: Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated. This is your morning market weather update for Tuesday, the fifth day of September. During the course of the weekend, we saw some interesting weather occur in various places around the world, one of which was in Rio Grande do Sul, Brazil, where we saw excessive rains take place. Some of the rainfall there certainly was in the range of 3 to 7 inches, but there were local totals that reached up over 11 inches and flooding was widespread and reported uh, through the floodlist.com this morning showing a lot of uh, serious damage being done in portions of the state. We will see a break in that precipitation today, but there are two other waves, if not maybe three, that will occur over the coming week to week and a half, uh, persisting the wet biased conditions and we'll likely see some additional flooding take place. The worst of the flooding, though, may have occurred already. We'll keep a close eye on that as time moves long, There's some uh, sh- uh, certainly wheat crop that has probably been damaged and we w- may see more of that with the wet weather prevailing. You know, this is a pattern that occurs frequently in an El Nino year, especially the developing year. Uh, it's not unusual to find flooding rains occurring fre- frequently across parts of Rio Grande Sol, Uruguay, southern Paraguay, Santa Catarina, and uh, the easternmost parts of Argentina. So don't be surprised if we see this pattern off and on all the way through the spring season. Quite often that results in wheat damage. It also delays some of the rice planting and sometimes impacts corn planting as well. So we will be watching this as time moves along. All right, in addition to that, we also saw some flooding rain occur in parts of Spain during the weekend. Uh, That wasn't nearly as impressive, but some of the reports from Spain have suggested more than four inches occurred in several crop areas, including some of the cotton country in the south where the bowls are likely open. Speaking of cotton and open bowls, there's also a risk of flooding in Greece as we go forward through the rest of this week. From uh, really tomorrow and Thursday into Friday, we will see some very heavy rain as a deep upper-level low-pressure center develops and a surface low will accompany it. And there's a potential this might develop into a Medicaid. If you recall, a Medicaid is nothing more than a deep low-pressure center that produces tropical storm force winds sometimes, and even though the system is not a tropical event. So keep that in mind. But there will be some strong wind and some potential for flooding, especially in Greece. The low-pressure center will eventually drift back to the south and end up moving over Africa and dissipating. In the meantime, uh, we do have still in the U.S. an opportunity here for more drying to occur in the heart of the Midwest. Not much precipitation will occur over these next few days. An upper-level low that produced heavy rain from eastern Mississippi into Alabama and parts of northern Florida during the long holiday weekend also produced some moderate rains in the northern Delta yesterday. The system will move off to the northeast and weaken quite a bit, so we're not expecting heavy rain, but there will be at least some precipitation in the eastern parts of the U.S. Midwest. In the western part of the Midwest, it's going to be relatively dry biased for several more days. There is a frontal system moving through the Dakotas today, producing some rain there, and a few showers may occur across Minnesota and Wisconsin as well, but it's not likely to be a real big rain event. The temperatures are going to cool down in a notable manner In fact, this morning, frost and light freezes were noted in parts of northeastern Alberta and northwestern Saskatchewan. That was more or less normal for this time of the year. But the cool air will seep all the way down across the border uh, as we go forward through these next couple of days. We'll see lows in the 40s and some 50s across the northern plains and upper Midwest. In fact, all of the Great Lakes region will eventually cool down into some 40s for morning lows. Our afternoon temperatures will be stuck in the 60s and 70s during these cooler days if we will warm back up again, but a reinforcing shot of cooler air will be back again next week. So we'll bounce around a bit here on our temperatures for a while. The hot weather that's been occurring in the central and southern plains will back off into the southern plains, maybe impact the lower parts of the delta too as we go forward through the next day or so. But eventually the cooler air will reach those areas too and bring an end to some of that. Now Texas is expected to stay hot most of this week and same is true for Oklahoma. Daily highs in the 90s to over 100 degrees will occur all the way into the weekend. Slightly cooler weather Sunday and Monday is expected in those areas. There will not be much rain occurring in Texas, and there's still a big concern about the uh, ongoing drought down that way. Now with that said, that dryness will likely last into the weekend, but there is an opportunity for rain next week when the cooler air starts to get down that way. So maybe, just maybe we'll see some rain occur in the Texas Panhandle and parts of West Texas, maybe even the Black lands and coastal bend as we go through the middle and early parts of next week. In the meantime, Canada's prairies are not likely to see a lot of precipitation. In fact, they'll probably continue to be drier biased in the heart of the region. That's going to be good for crop maturation and harvest progress. Some areas in Alberta will get some additional rain a little bit too often, but uh, not excessively wet, but just wetter than they would like to see. Argentina did get rain over the weekend in eastern Cordoba into southern Santa Fe and on into northern parts of Buenos Aires. Aires, a very nice event. Rain totals of 1 to 2 and 3 quarters inches being reported. The European model did an excellent job predicting that event and it looks like dry weather did occur in western and southern Cordoba and also in La Pampa and parts of southern Buenos Aires. Argentina is not expected to see a follow-up rain event for a while. The focus of energy will be in southern Brazil, extreme northeastern Argentina and in a few areas uh, in uh, Santa Catarina, southern Paraguay and maybe southern Paraná. These areas will see waves of additional rain and that is going to perpetuate that flood event that we mentioned before in Rio Grande to Seoul. Outside of that, it looks like Europe is going to be drier biased with the exception of the far west and most of the rain in the far west will occur next week so much of the continent will dry down again with the exception of Greece where that flooding event is likely and in parts of western uh, portions of the CIS. It looks like we're still going to be in a dry weather mode for a while for eastern Ukraine uh, over to western Kazakhstan and northward into the Volga Basin that's been ongoing for a while should be really supportive for crop maturation and harvest progress. In India uh, the northwest will continue to be dry by us. This is Gujarat, Rajasthan even up into Haryana and Punjab Pakistan will also be dry but a lot of rain may be coming on for Madhya Pradesh, eastern Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh as well as northern Telangana. These areas could see flooding rains as we go forward through the next 10 days to 2 weeks Speaking of flooding rains, Taiwan was hit by the uh, typhoon Haikui. As we went through the weekend, the storm dissipated in southern Fujian, China. All those areas saw flooding rains. Over 20 inches of rain being reported in southern Fujian. Uh, Data from Taiwan was not available. We assume it was something similar though. And also southern Guangdong was impacted by typhoon Seola, that also produced upwards to 14 and 15 inches of rain in coastal areas. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.